afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there that celebrated on yesterday. I hope that your day was great. I had a great day two years in a row, so a big shout out to my wife, my son, my mom, dad, and my sister for making my day great. And honestly, um, these last two years have helped me realize that I look forward to Father's Day more than my birthday or Christmas because the, the quantity and the quality of gifts, they just they just get better and better each year. And so just a special shout out to my family for taking care of me. And I really hope that you other fellas out there had a great Father's Day as well. And so what we're going to talk about today, because we have emotional intelligence behind us and, you know, we're still marching through that leadership alphabet. So what's next is the letter F. And so I want to share with you a lesson that I've learned through fatherhood, but I'm not going to take the easy way out and just use the F in fatherhood. There is another F from the story in this episode today, and that word is called flexibility. And so I've learned a lot of things in the 17 months of parenting and fatherhood, but this particular story sticks out and it just happens to mesh nicely with the topic today and and flexibility. And as always, before we get started, I want to drop some fatherhood stats on you that you may or may not be aware of. Involved dads, they improve their children's overall emotional and social well-being. Also, involved dads reduce a mother's parenting stress. Children who live with their dads perform better in school. And lastly, according to the U.S. Census Bureau and the National Fatherhood Initiative statistics that they collected, children who don't have their fathers in their lives or they have absent fathers, they are two times more likely to drop out of high school. And so we know without a shadow of a doubt that moms are the real MVPs. Without them, none of us are here. But these stats confirm what I already knew, which is the impact of fathers being present in their lives. So I just want to say, fathers, keep doing your thing because your impact on your kids, it's greater than you know. Um, The influence and impact that you have is greater than you know. And just your mere presence in their life will help them honestly will give them an advantage in life because of your presence so if you don't want to do it for yourself you don't want to do it for the mother of your child do it for your child to set them up for success and so today i want to talk about flexibility and one of the biggest lessons that i've learned in my fatherhood journey with my son trey he started daycare at 11 months because of covid And so his immune system isn't the strongest. And at this time, when this story happened, definitely wasn't the strongest. So there are times when Trey gets sick. I'm the one that takes off and I stay with him. And so this case, I think he was really, really sick. And so I missed three, four days of work. And so to kind of get us out of the monotony of being around the house and him taking taking really long naps because he just wasn't feeling good. I took him to Planet Smoothie because he loves smoothies. And the reason he loves smoothies is because when my wife was pregnant with him, she ate a whole bunch of slushies and smoothies. 
and she was kind of got out of hand with the slushies and she was like, Hey, I got to start drinking something healthier or our kids just going to be like just a, a sugar addict. And so she switched over to smoothies. And even to this day, she makes him and her smoothies for breakfast every morning. And if not every morning, at least two, three times a week. And that's something that they do together. So I know that my son enjoys smoothies. I obviously can't make a smoothie as good as my wife. So I cheat. I go to Planet Smoothie with my son. And so I got him. I was going to get him a healthy smoothie, a green smoothie, like a smoothie that I would never drink because there's kale in it and all this healthy stuff. But he doesn't care. He likes it. It's it's sweet enough for a one year old to enjoy it. So we hop in the car. But before we hop in the car, I pack his bags, of course, because I'm a good dad and I got to make sure something happens. We're covered. I come up with the plan, which I think is genius at the time to where I take his favorite sippy cup and really at that time in his life, the only sippy cup that he would drink out of. And so I'm like, hey, if I take this sippy cup and I pour the smoothie into this sippy cup, two things happen. He will drink the smoothie and enjoy it with no problems. And secondly, because it's in this sippy cup, I don't have to worry about him making a mess and spilling or squeezing the actual smoothie cup too tight and then having to pull over or my son sitting in smoothie and you know messing up himself messing up the car seat things of that nature so i'm like man tony this is genius this is genius so we head up to planet smoothie i take my son in and i mean hey he's a cute kid he's adorable so the cashier girls back there they're they're smiling at him. he's smiling at them they're, they're giggling all of this and that they make us the smoothie we get it we say bye, we head to the car. So now I'm like, all right, here it is. The great moment to where I'm going to finish. I'm going to lay out. I'm going to execute my great plan. So I put my son in the car. I take his smoothie and I pour his smoothie into his sippy cup. I'm thinking, man, this is genius. So I do all that. I give him his sippy cup. He cries, he cries, he cries. He does not want it. He constantly pushes it away. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm looking around like, oh my goodness, dude, you're gonna have these people think I'm hurting you. Like, please drink the smoothie. Like, this is what you want. This is your smoothie. This is your sippy cup. Like, let's go. Like, this is, this is it. But he's not understanding that his smoothie that he wants is in his sippy cup. And what I had to realize was that Tony, as great as your plan was, or as great as you thought your plan was, you're not going to execute it, at least not in the way that you thought you were going to do it. So I'm, I'm telling my son, I'm like, Trey, this is what you want. Like you want the smoothie. Dad's giving you the smoothie. I've just made it easier for you to access and you can enjoy it. I don't have to worry about looking at you, you know, spilling it or anything like that. But he didn't understand that. And so he's one. So I can't articulate to my son. Hey, son, this is your smoothie. I just switched it from this cup to your cup so you can enjoy it. So I had to think, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the parent. I should be smarter than my son. So what can I do? So what I had to do, I instantly, I got innovative. I got flexible and I had to think, what could I do? How could I articulate in in the terms of which my son would understand what I'm trying to do for him? 
It's kind of like for my sports fans out there. It's kind of like an audible where you have the play drawn up. If they come out in this certain defense, you know it's going to work. But sometimes they come out in the defense that is not going to work well against the play that you call. So the quarterback has to take a step back and call an audible. And so I had to take a step back and call an audible and dig into the different plays in my daddy playbook to see what can I do to make sure that my son gets this smoothie and he's happy. So as I'm thinking about all of this, two things occur to me, two things come to mind, one on the leadership side and one on the spiritual side. So from the leader standpoint, it was, Hey, sometimes as the leader, your employees, your followers, your family, they may not understand what it is that you're trying to do to help them get to where they're trying to go. And, in, and instead of fighting them, you have to be flexible. You have to be open to doing it a different way. And secondly, from the spiritual side is that I was like, wow, this is what God does. Or this is what we put God through over and over again. Because what I realized is that Trey's association with this sippy cup was really one or two things. One was either water or milk. Now, my son had already seen the smoothie, so he knew the smoothie was available to him. But in his mind, because of the association that he has with his sippy cup, he's like, it's milk and it's water. I don't want milk or water. I want the green smoothie. Now, he's not looking at the color that's in the sippy cup. He's looking at the package of the smoothie. And so I think with God, when God has something for us, just because it's not wrapped, just because it's not packaged in the wrapping in the package in which we think it should be packaged in, we fight God, we push it away, and we don't want any parts of it. And so I think with Trey, because the smoothie was not packaged in the form of which he is used to the smoothie being packaged, he didn't he didn't want any parts of it because the the crazy part of it is is that he's used to drinking his smoothies with his mom in that cup because she makes it in the blender. She then pours it in and gives it to him. However, when we go to Planet Smoothie as a family, he usually drinks it from the smoothie cup and not his sippy cup. And so I'm telling him, as your father, I have your best interest in mind. Trust me. Trust me. I have what you want. I have what you need. But the only way for you to receive it is for you to trust me. But he was still fighting me on that. So what I did, because I said, hey, I can't get outsmarted by my one-year-old son. So that's when I twisted the top off. And it's a straw-like sippy cup on the top. So I let him taste the end of the straw to where he sees, oh, it's smoothie. So now I'm hoping that he understands and realizes that what is in that sippy cup is what he wants. So I had to adapt and adjust. I had to call an audible to get my son to realize, hey, what you want, I have, and I'm, I've been offering it to you. So I put the sippy cup top back on, I give it to him, and he realizes this is what I want. Buckle him up, ride home, everything's good. And so I, and I called my wife and I explained to her what happened. And, and it was funny, but in the moment, I could only think about the flexibility that I had to utilize but also just going back to the message about in life and god for the believers out there 
He has stuff for us. And just because it's not packaged the way that we want it, it doesn't mean that it's not what we need. So we have to sometimes understand and realize that he as our father. He has what we need and we just have to trust him because he has our best interest in mind. And so as a leader, you may have the best idea. Everything may be going according to plan with the strategic plan that you laid out. But sometimes there are going to be obstacles. There's going to be delays in production. People are going to call in sick. There are going to be issues that you don't see happening to where you're going to have to call an audible at the line. You're going to have to be flexible. You're going to have to get feedback from other people so they can buy into what you're trying to do. And so if you're flexible as a leader, it opens the lines of communication. So work can still get done and we're not sitting there arguing and bickering and complaining and staying stagnant. So in this moment, I couldn't yell at my son and say, hey, man, take the smoothie. I'm giving you the smoothie. You just need to because he's one years old and he doesn't understand that in this sippy cup is the smoothie that I want. So it challenged me to be creative and innovative and flexible in my thinking and dealing with my son. And it also it also polished my patience because, again, I'm not yelling at a one year old who doesn't understand what's going on. And so I took a step back and I thought about how can I help my son understand what I have for him is good and it is what he wants. And I think if leaders humbled ourselves enough and took a step back and were open to innovative, creative and flexible ideas, if we adapted to the situation, to the environment, we could get so many things done. And so that is, I mean, that's really it. I want you to challenge yourself when things don't go as planned, no matter how great the plan is. Be flexible, because even though my plan with my son and the smoothie and the sippy cup didn't go how I pictured it, my plan was still executed. It, it, it was delayed a little bit, but it was still executed because I was flexible and I wasn't lazy. I thought about what can I do to still accomplish the goal in mind, which is to get my son to drink the smoothie out of his sippy cup. And so as leaders, keep the goal in mind. Throw your ego aside. Throw your pride aside. Keep the goal in mind. And just because they don't follow or buy into what you want to do, sometimes your great idea may not be the best idea. So be open to being flexible, adapting being innovative and keeping the lines of communication open because the next time a situation like this happens, you will be prepared and you'll know, Hey, the last time we caught an audible, it worked out. Now, every time it's not going to work out like that, but you cross that bridge when you get there. So if you don't take anything away from this message, besides how cute my son is, take away the importance of being flexible and not being so hell bent on just your idea, because as great as it is, it still may not be the best idea. Keep the goal in mind, execute the goal and swallow your pride to just make sure that it gets done. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate you listening. I hope you were able to get a nugget and be able to apply it to your life. Hope you have a great week. And as always, be the leader that your peers need 
to see.